And a great afternoon to everyone out there in podcast land. My name is Philip Klein. I am a, uh, the leader of this uh, motley crew around here in Southeast Texas. Uh, Klein Investigations in Consulting, and please welcome to our podcast, which is Caroline. How many numbers? I think we're on, this is number 14. Number 14. So we're getting used to it now. Our equipment's getting better. Music's getting better. I found some music, by the way, I thought you might like. Anyway, sitting with me today is uh, Caroline Gear. Uh, she is our MSE and as well, investigator and coordinator. And she's just a little bit of everything here. And uh, we love her and we're glad she's here. She's coming off of a, a huge win in the Inks case. And we're we're still all kind of a buzz about it in this office, and and how much fun it is. And uh, Caroline, I can't say uh, congratulations enough to you and your family. And yes, she is my daughter, so I get a chance to brag on her just a little bit, right? I think everyone knows that I'm your daughter by now. Well, I understand, but I mean, I get to <laughs> brag on you just a little bit, don't I? I guess. Is that okay with you? Or are you still I playing guess. shy with me? I'm not shy. Yeah, wait till the national media hits it. So, and then we'll see who shy is because she'll run in my office. Oh my God, ABC's on the phone. They went in. I'll say, you will handle it. And she'll go, no, you're the face of this company. Get out there. And I'll like, no. So, who are we going to send? Maybe we'll send one of the young ones, Alan. We might send Alan out there as well. <laughs> How do you think he'd do? <laughs> anyway, welcome to podcast number 14. And we call this one Doxing. And for those of you out there that don't really know what doxing is, we're going to teach you it today, and um, we're going to kind of kind of play with the word a little bit because it is a very important word. You know, I was at lunch today with the crew, and we were sitting there at lunch uh, eating, by the way, some fabulous spaghetti and salad. And um, should I say where we were? Because sometimes people show up and they know I eat there. And sometimes I like to just sit in the corner by myself. They legit know your order and everything you want from the second you walk in. It's really like ridiculous. Am I spoiled? Yeah. Okay. Because you two have been accusing me of being spoiled all day. And I'm, I'm sitting here with a... You just got delivered a Dr. Pepper Cherry Zero Sugar mm-hmm. in a unicorn cup That's over right. ice. That's right. That's spoiled. Do you know the story behind the unicorn cup? No. Cambry number two brought them over here. My, I, I number my grandchildren, by the way. I have uh, six grandchildren. And each of them get a number. And that's a story for another day. But anyway, number two is the second born. And so uh, Cambry walked in. My beautiful little number two from uh, my son and his wife. And she walked in. She says, Papa, will you will you drink out of a unicorn cup? And I was like, sure, get me a unicorn cup. She whipped out two unicorn cups. And uh, so I started getting phone calls from my industry when yesterday or was it day before yesterday? I think it was early Everything's just week. blending together this week. Yeah. What day is it? Uh, Friday. I think it is Friday. And uh, anyway, people are online. I was taking a, a course online uh, uh, from Cynthia Harrington uh, from New Jersey. And she is a, a investigator extraordinaire. And we have to have uh, continuing education hours uh, every two years. And, you know, I build those things up like they're baby blocks. I, I was lucky enough to be down in Florida 
I was uh, I was lucky enough to uh, uh, participate in the Texas Association Licensed Investigators uh, uh, CEs and California's CEs. And the reason I do that is uh, to just basically, you know, take the classes, but to learn good things that I don't know about. So like if I have something in Texas that I don't know about, I take that class. You know, it's like anything else you do. How many ethics classes can you take? I mean, God, I've taken four this year. I mean, it's ridiculous. But um, I like to learn about things. And that's why I decided about doxing today. Uh, but anyway, to get back to the spoiled routine, we had a nice lunch today at Caliche's. I hang out there. Uh, that is one of my uh, uh, hangouts. And uh, people always walk up and they're very nice. They're so nice. And today we didn't get bothered, did we? Nobody came up and won their picture with me or anything like that. We just kind of hung out by the fireplace and everybody left us alone, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, let me ask you a quick question because it, it goes into this doxing thing. Because you are you were a victim of doxing, very serious doxing. And we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, what was it like growing up, Klein? People coming up to the table and shaking my hand or wanting to take a picture with me or my autograph on something. There we go. And, uh, you know, you that was really my phone. That I know, phone I know, I know. But anyway, what was it like growing up Klein? And because this folks, this is something I want you all to hear because, and I, and I'll explain it to you here in a minute. I I've had some stalkers. I've had, uh, I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of issues that have, I guess, brought the spotlight to you and Charlie and, you know, I mean, what was it like? What was it like? I don't really remember like younger years. I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember anything when I was young. It was more like when I was in college or. The Dateline thing was like, that Dateline thing was yeah, huge. A lot of your national media, I feel like didn't start until I was in college. Right. So, I mean, it's a little different than being younger and having to deal with something of that nature. But now that I'm older and an adult, you know, seeing things on TV when I was in college type stuff, but you know, I really wasn't home until 2009. And I guess that's really when I started. The Dateline thing hit. Yeah. No, say that was really huge. When. So how many cameras would you say we had out front of the office? Had to be at least 40 satellite mm -hmm. trucks. It was crazy. I, I've never been through anything like that. That was just utter craziness. Did you do what was it like? Uh, what was it like uh, when I was in national politics back in the early nineties? I think I was so young. I don't, I mean, I just do you remember, remember any of it. I remember going to the Houstonian. That was really the only place that I remember. Like you were, you had been away. Mom had taken us, me and Charlie, you know, to visit you there. We stayed there. I just remember President Bush, the dad, not the son. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have, you remember I have running, bits and pieces. I don't, do you remember running into the elevator with your bathing suit on? <laughs> I don't remember that. And the boss I, was in the elevator? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. But I do remember getting um, the signed autographed book from Barbara Bush mm -hmm. uh, that was a note to me on the front about Millie, mm -hmm. which was the their dog. dog. Yeah, it was beautiful. So yeah, I do. Rem I remember bits and pieces. Yeah. 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 I remember you, you and Charlie came out and watched the motorcade go and watch me jump in one of the Tahoes. And 
It was it was a great experience for you, I think, because when you got to go out and see Air Force One once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, th- I remember. You remember Charlie going up the stairs and running down the hall? I remember vague <laughs> things. I was so oh, young. Oh, God. Anyway, it was a great experience, and they got a great experience growing up. And and, and 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 the reason I bring that up is not to say, yeah, rah, rah, me. I used to be in national politics. The reason I bring this up is because all of it kind of conglomerates together into what we want to talk about today, which is doxing. Now, the first thing a lot of you are probably sitting there going, well, I know what doxing is. Well, do you really know what doxing is? Uh, You know, doxing, uh, they call it in law enforcement today is a malicious act. It's used, people use it against other people um, who they disagree with or they dislike. Imagine that. And, um, you know, doxing is used to hurt another person. You know, it used to be you would uh, walk into a gym and somebody you'd see somebody you don't like and you'd walk up to them and say, nanner, 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 I don't like you, you SOB, and you you said something about my sister and I don't want you to, you know, it's like your brother. Your brother was very protective over you, Caroline, and he would, you know, people would say something about you and, and Charlie would go off on him and, and people learned very quickly, quit talking about Caroline because her brother will, you know, come open a, a can of whoop ass and, and he used to. Uh, but today, anybody with a laptop, a phone, a computer, um, what other devices? I guess now you can do it on, uh, on uh, what is it? Uh, well, iPads, obviously, but uh, what's that called? The gamers? The gamers do it now on, oh, yeah, on, gaming, like on devices. gaming devices? Yeah, on gaming devices. You can become a doxer. You too, folks that are listening out here. You can become a doxer too. Now, what does a doxer do? Well, first of all, they get, normally, they get a, um, a false email address. And then once they got that false email address, then they can open accounts at Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what's the one y'all like that I hear y'all laughing about all TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I hear them down the hallway laughing about TikTok. Just, and it, what it boils, I mean, all of these things, yes. But like, for instance, TikTok, everybody's like, oh, TikTok's horrible. Oh, don't go, you know, you can, whatever. All, all the, all the issues with TikTok. It's how you go about some of these things, how you have these apps or how your children have these apps and how you control them and yeah, your absolutely. settings and your privacy and mm-hmm. your the things that you allow and that you don't allow. Everything's customizable. And I don't, I, you know, this is something that I think a lot of people think that do dox other people. We had one, her name was Kimberly Ohesian from California that would dox us all over the internet. She got false fronts. She got false. Like nine false names. Nine false names. And and, and she would dox people she doesn't like. And it was very sad because uh, once we got into it, we found out the FBI was watching her because she had had a history of this. And we found out that, you know, all people do like us. Remember folks, when you see us being very quiet, get really nervous because that means that we're working really hard and we're we're on to something. But anyway, so when we contacted the FBI about those Ohesian girl um, and they said, yeah, we got a file on her and yeah, we watch her and we we know her IP. And I was like, well, OK, she may have used a VPN and a VPN is simply a system that you can go through to create a uh, you can operate on the Internet without having an IP address show up. IP address is kind of like your address when you come home, all right? 
you know, uh, you live at uh, 606 South 27th Street in Nederland, Texas. An IP address is something like 193.03600, you know, uh, point 21. We can track your IP address. We can find out who you are. Now, in many cases, we'll go, okay, we can find out where you live and then we'll confront you. How many people have we confronted for families and for mothers and fathers of like 16 and 15 year old kids? I got one this morning that walked in here and is having an issue with prank phone calls of death threats to her child. To her child. Like it's, it's insane the amount of parents that call and hire us even even amongst my like my age group like my children's friends parents will ask me things to prevent this type of stuff from happening like Mm. from apps to tracking devices to things that can prevent such issues as i mean it's crazy even tracking devices now we get we get these stalkers that are 17 and 18 year old boys that put tracking devices on little girls' cars. Because, you know, you can get on Amazon, you can get a tracking device. It's easy. But you got to remember, a tracking device has a what, Caroline? What does a tracking device have on it? A serial number. Mm-hmm. And you get that serial number, and boy, we got you. I mean, there's no way around it. We got you because that serial number is inputted into a national database. And guys like us that are commissioned personal protection officers and investigators in Texas, civil investigators in Texas, we can, we have the opportunity to get into that database and follow it. So what does a doctor do? Well, what a doctor does is they do research. They find out where you live. They find out if you have a job, they find out where you work. They find out your personal phone numbers. They can find out, excuse me, your social security number, which is scary really scary. Uh, They can find out your bank account information. They can find private correspondence on the dark net. And that's pretty scary too. We'll try to hit that just a little bit. I think dark net is something we probably need to spend some time on. And then uh, criminal history, they can get in and find out your criminal history because now they got your social security number and your date of birth, personal photos and embarrassing data. Um, and, and, and what they'll do is they'll assimilate all this and then they'll, they'll do what we call the slow leak. They'll leak it out on the internet through a false front, kind of like cohesion used to do on a false front and just say, well, did you hear about Philip Klein got a ticket for speeding 50 and a 30 in Groves, Texas on this date and on this time. And I hope he doesn't hit any children. Well, people read that stuff. People people read that stuff, and it brings into question, well, what was Philip Klein doing speeding? Well, once you get the ticket out, you find out Klein wasn't really speeding. He got a warning for failure to use his blinker. But that doesn't matter. It's already out there. Most of you are already out there thinking, oh, what a bad guy he is. He could run down 10 kids. This is what they do. Then they put your social security number out there. And then you have to hire a company like LifeLock out of Norton. And by the way, I don't like to plug companies, but by gads, Norton and LifeLock have got it going on. If you get in a situation 
Give our offices a call. I'll talk to you personally about it. You have to sign up in Norton and you sign under LifeLock. They have a million dollar guarantee. If you get hit, they'll pay you a million dollars. And I'm, I'm telling you, it works. But anyway, what they do is they want to punish you. So they release this information. They try to intimidate you. They try to try to humiliate you. And, and if they get your bank accounts, they might even try to extort you. Think about that. They might even think about trying to extort you. And if that happens, and it happens all the time now, you hear it all the time, where companies uh, get their, their, their the, these, these, these guys get into their servers because they've doxxed and they've got somebody to, so they've gotten replies from their doxxed or ex-employees that are mad at their company, they give them codes and then they get their, they get their bank accounts locked down. And the only way you can get out is to put a code in and pay them in Bitcoin to the tune of what we had that one company call us that they got locked down. They had to pay two and a half million dollars. Way too much money. Two and a half million dollars to get out of it. And luckily we were able to work with the feds and get that taken care of. But what they do is the, the normal docs or the, the people that are the, the sickos in their mind, what they do, uh, is they, uh, they try to, uh, intimidate you. Uh, they try to take pictures of you. They put the pictures up on the internet. These are the things they do. And, 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 and we call these folks social media stalkers and, and they're really bad. And, the, and I tell you, Again, I don't want to plug anybody, but uh, these cell phones that these young people have and that you have, they are the most dangerous things in the world. I, I gave a little lecture a while back, and I can't remember, two, three years ago, and I have a device on my phone where um, it can suck um, the information from your phone just by laying my phone on top of your phone. And, and I can do it through uh, Wi-Fi. I can do it through uh, uh, broadcast from your phone. And uh, it's very interesting, uh, uh, a piece of equipment. I think I've used it, what, twice? Twice on a, on a kidnapping and, you know, that sort of thing. And, um, and it was done with permission. Okay. I didn't do it nefariously. I did it by permission. I was able to get information, uh, that I needed. And we actually found out a parent member, a family member was involved in it, but uh, there's a couple of big cases that you all will remember. Ashley Madison. Do y'all remember Ashley Madison? That's a sec, <laughs> excuse me. That's a sex site, uh, where, um, Ashley Madison was hacked in. All this information was downloaded very famous people on Ashley Madison, and they were able to get all of their uh, uh, information, causing them humiliation, uh, embarrassment, and potential harm to their professional relationships. And uh, some of our Hollywood clients that we have, uh, this has happened to them. Um, and, and of course, after the Boston Marathon bombing uh, on the criminal side, and I guess it's all criminal, but on the criminal side, uh, this is where we, uh, we saw um, a lot of doxing going on after the Boston Marathon, people trying to set up websites to collect money for the Boston Marathon, and the money never got to the injured people, and, and that's a form of doxing. So it's just um, it's just something that, you know, it's so wide open and it can be done. Now, Caroline, I'm going to ask you a question. Is doxing illegal? It should be if it's not. <laughs> you don't think it's illegal? No, it is illegal. Okay. In Texas, it's illegal. Um, we call that in Texas uh, internet harassment. It's a uh, class A misdemeanor unless uh, the person has 
uh, lost uh, a substantial amount of money or their business gets shut down. And then if we can find out who it is, it is a uh, state jail felony in Texas. Now, let me explain to you how it works. We have a client walk in the front door and they say, look, I own the donut store and I refused to uh, sell some donuts to a gay couple. And the gay couple went to the national media and the national media picked up on it. And the national media says, uh, puts a story up about how bad you are because you wouldn't due to religious beliefs or whatever, but that person, our client wouldn't sell donuts to a gay couple. Well, the first people they suspect is the gay couple. Well, the gay couple didn't do anything other than take the information and give it to the news media. Once the news media put up on it, then the doxing began. They broke into their website. People, they told everybody where the owners lived. They set up information on who the owner's children were. Uh, people would show up at the school to give them uh, a hard time. Um, and, and, and I mean, in front of their house, their house was shot up. Uh, I shouldn't say their house. Their garage was shot up. Um, the, the children were just petrified. Um, and, and so that's called doxing as well. That is a crime in Texas. There are some States where it's not a crime, but in Texas, it's a crime. So all of you out there that have kids and you give them these cell phones, you know, kids, all of us can be very rude. What were we talking about today? Something we did a thing with, uh, we did a job with uh, a congressman yesterday, uh, Wednesday, and there yeah. were people being really rude on the on there about the congressman. And it's they get doxxed all the time. Their their oh yeah ho- home the, address uh, gets put out. They posted the pictures on uh, yep. their Facebook site right. for congressman. And I mean, I started reading some of those comments. I was like, I can't even. This is this is dumb. And the fact that they have to do and deal with that every single every day. single day of the week, and then they find out where they live, and then they find out who their grandchildren are, and then they grandchildren get harassed. And so I want to kind of bring that full circle. Now, without getting into names, Caroline, we have a stalker. Okay, and the stalker has a lawyer, and the lawyer picks on this firm. Right. And that's okay. I mean, you know, what are we seven and oh, wait, we can't say names. No. Well, because he's under indictment. He's under indictment in, in Arizona. So let's just leave it alone. Um, so we have a stalker and the stalker has harassed us in court. And the, the, the stalker has harassed us here at home in our offices in fact, we have a picture of them up by the front door so that the front front office staff sees that, you know, we have a we have a protocol that we used that we still use, as a matter of fact, today. But anyway, the so the stalker finds out it's Caroline's birthday. Caroline, I think it's better that you tell the story because it's it's it's. I get emotional when I talk about it because I got I don't get emotional about things like that because I carry a gun for a living. Okay. I just do. I, 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 what, what bothers me, it was my children. So Carolyn, tell, tell the, tell the public this story. Well, let's see. I don't even know what birthday it was at that point. It was in 2016. So, um, and I do have a birthday coming up, so it would have been what? 16. August. 
five years ago, yep. roughly. Mm-hmm. No, six years ago, five years ago, something like that. And um, it was a very small group of people. It was just, you know, me, my husband, one of my cousins, and then two of our um, closest group of friends, um, two sets of friends or whatever. And we went to a location that was, again, just a very remote location. It was late. Um, No one was really there. We were going to see a friend um, sing. And it was at the end. So anyways, we get there and we go inside. We, you know, have a couple drinks, finish out our night. And then the next morning I wake up to, I think it was like 6 a.m. Or it was very early. It was early. And, um you had called and and you were flipping out really and told me not to get in my car. And I said, what? He said, don't take your kids to school. Don't get in your car. I said, okay. So, uh, which my kids weren't in like an all day school anyways on that, at that point in time, but they did go to a mother's day out. So we kept them home that day. And then he said, you know, go, go read your email And he had forwarded me something that he had received from this man. Well, it was a very descriptive email email to my father, a.k.a. Philip over here. And it was how he was not only going to kill me, but how he was going to kill my husband. He talked about the night before and he knew it was my birthday. He had stated that um, what I was wearing He had stated what my husband was wearing. Um, What you drank. Yeah, what we had to drink. What you ate. What what we were drinking out of. Where we went after that. um, And the people that we were with. And so I sat there and I thought, okay, not, he didn't know the people's names that we were with. But he did know the amount of people that were in our group. So immediately I was like, okay, this, uh, nope. I'm done. Like I shut down for the day. And um, I look back now. I'm just angry, pissed. Uh, you know what? How? Did, but as a mother, how did you feel for your children? How did, tell everybody your feelings. I know you were pissed. Oh, I wouldn't let them go outside. I wouldn't. We, we didn't get in our car. I had um, a friend of ours that was in law enforcement come over and check my home and check my car and um, we got to give a shout out to chief Jimmy Singletary. He sent the police over there. They had heavy patrols in your neighborhood. Like by the time I got there, they had two police units patrolling the neighborhood. There, there's people everywhere. And I have to, uh, I want to, I don't know. There's so many levels of this issue with me. Yes. That was one instance, but also during this time frame, there was an instances of other things that occurred within this, like one week of my birthday, there was, um, a random man's um, like army boot left on the side of my house Yep. there, which anybody, well, I mean, obviously I'm not going to say where I live, but the way that my house is, is very set back. It's not like I'm sitting on a road. And so it would be very hard. Some of these things that had occurred, my car was broken into and everything out of my console was, literally laid out in exact neat piles of like piles of receipts, piles of coins, piles of like pencils, papers. And yeah, my pens and pencils, everything was across two seats completely laid out. Well, if it's just some random Joe blow come 
trying to break into my car in order to get some cash, which I never have, um, <laughs> then it to me it would be more rummaged, like a rummaged look. This was very, this was very specific. And the detectives all told us, no, you're being targeted. I mean, that's the first word out of the chief's mouth and his chief of detectives down at the police department in Beaumont, Texas said, no, no, you're being targeted. Okay. We got a problem. And that day we even, we had our sitter come over and sit with our kids and we kept all of our, everything closed because at this point I'm like, who, who, what, when, where, how, how did anybody know what my husband was wearing? And you know, the first, there were two people that brought this up to me when this happened maybe three people. Oh, well, you put too much on Facebook. You probably posted a picture on Facebook. No, mm -mm, I didn't. I didn't even post a picture that it was even my birthday. I didn't post a picture from that night. Mm -hmm. I didn't post a Snapchat. Well, Snapchat wasn't even a thing. I don't think at that point. Um, Instagram didn't have anything up on Instagram. Stories weren't even a thing at that point. So there was zero social media about where I was, what I was doing, and even what I wore or what my husband wore. They, they were stalking Caroline because of her job, what she did, what she does, and most of all, because she's my kid. And I tell you what, she was in her upper 20s and, um, it, it shook us up. It, it shook our whole family up. Um, but, you know, since then, she carries a weapon. Her husband carries a weapon. Uh, Beaumont SWAT officers were there, and they, 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 they put their arms around us, and they took care of us for, what, two weeks? Two weeks they took care of us. Mm -hmm. And that was enough to scare the stalker away. So I tell you, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to you about how to protect yourself. And we've got a couple other stories, too, we want to tell you to give you a sense of an idea of what doxing is all about. Are you a hot mess like me, always on the go and putting everyone else's needs above your own? Then Her Messy Life, a Southern Chic Boutique, is here to help you. With new arrivals weekly, ranging in sizes from small to 3X, you can spice up your outfits and indulge in some much-needed retail therapy at Her Messy Life. Make sure to use the coupon code CLIN15 for 15% off at hermessylife.com. Shop today and find your new favorite item. And welcome back to the Klein Files. My name is Philip Klein, sitting here with uh, Caroline Gear, uh, our MSC and uh, and our case manager in the company, the old vice president. Um, just wanted to, and I, and I don't like to be down. I hate it when we get into these things because sometimes it brings us down a little bit. We were talking at the break a little bit about you know how it kind of just brings us all down a little bit when we. We have to talk about uh, these things. So um, let's tell another story, Caroline, because I think it's important. Uh, we're fixing to do the Thomas Brown press conference next month in Canadian. And we're going to lay the case out for the world. We're going to let everybody see everything. We got nothing to hide. The family has nothing to hide. Nobody has anything to hide. And so... Doxing can take on a whole new meaning because you know who some of the best are in doxing, Caroline, who would that be? 
your own family? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's that's funny though. <laughs> Just wait till my grandchildren grow up. And they're gonna dox me all the time. Um, no, we were doxed by law enforcement. We oh, had some people yeah. in law enforcement that began a campaign and an effort to try to discredit us. Oh, did you see what's on the internet about Philip Klein? And people would get on the internet and go, oh my God, he's some kind of a monster. Until they read up a little bit about it and they go, oh wait, that's from a convicted pedophile, a convicted rapist, a convicted, a guy we put in jail for revenge porn. this This is what they do. They're going to ruin you because they feel like you ruined them. And one of the law enforcement officers, I'm going to refrain from saying that until we get up to Canadian, Texas, sat there in front of me and said, well, you got a horrible reputation. I said, I do. Oh, my God. He said, have you ever Googled yourself? I said, no, why would I do that? I'm not into myself. That's not my job. My job is to find missing people. My job is to be uh, a leader for my company. My job is to be a leader for my community. My job now is to be a leader in Texas, Georgia, Florida, California. What other states, Caroline? Idaho, Colorado, you name it, okay? Uh, I do interviews all the time, and I, and I, I teach all the time, and I try to teach at some of these universities I've taught at before. I try to teach law enforcement and private security guys. Look, if you want to be the best in your game, you're going to have to have an open mind. You're going to have to do your work. You cannot be lazy. That doesn't mean get on the thing and Google about somebody and then print out the story and pick pieces out of the story that you think are salacious and then put it up on the internet uh, on a VPN. Okay. Don't, don't do that because it makes you look bad we're eventually going to find out who you are and then you're going to get lit up and it's just not worth it. Okay. Do all of us have a past? Absolutely. We all have a past. We all have a past. We've all done good things. We've all done bad things. We've done things in the middle. Okay. You will find the people that do these doxings are normally people that have a, how do you want to describe their past? You're the psychologist here. How would you describe some of these people that we've caught in doxing? What would you, what do you say they are? Well, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts that come to mind. Well, I mean, first of all, they come from a split family. Normally they've had a very, very poor childhood. They're or out. a very messed up childhood. Messed I mean, there's up. some, the one law enforcement that I'm thinking of in particular had seemed to very, seemed to have a very, great childhood Mm -hmm. as far as money and the way he was raised and things that were handed to him and and right things of that nature so it's not just split family people i mean it can be anyone from really any kind of background but the majority of what we see are either people that are overly self-entitled and pretentious right or Someone that has come from a very poor situation, messed up, poor, um, has had things happen to them. And the interesting part, what's the one thing that we see that both the the high end and the low end 
that are involved in doxing, what's, what do they have in common? They, when they do it, they're usually using alcohol or some type of substance, mm-hmm. like the pot. Everybody's got to have the pot now. Everybody's got to smoke the marijuana now. It's not a gateway drug, is it, Caroline? Not a gateway drug. <laughs> no, not at all. You guys out there smoke your pot. I'm being facetious. Don't you dare let your children smoke a joint and don't you do it. It is a gateway drug. And um, I always tell that story in Denver, Colorado, when I'm sitting there with a bunch of law enforcement guys and we're trying to eat our steak and people next to us light up a joint. And we're like, what? Why are you letting them smoke inside the restaurant? Well, they're not allowed to smoke cigarettes. So they're going to, what? You can smoke pot, but you can't smoke cigarettes. Well, cigarettes cause cancer. Well, do you know what that pot has been dusted with? Well, no. Again, it's our legislature. You know, we want pot in in Colorado, and it's just craziness. But anyway, so that that's kind of the the, the people we look for, you know. And and usually, if they're below the age of eighteen, they're stupid, and we can get them within a day or two. If they're a little bit smarter, and they use a VPN. Uh, we can, and, and I know people ask me all the time, what well, is a VPN? It's virtual private network. So you can log into Norton and you can use Norton's VPN and you can get, you know, you can run your, uh, the codex through uh, the VPN, or you can just get on the VPN and get on your thing and nobody will, nobody can track you. <laughs> but yes, we can, because we can subpoena Norton and we can get where you came in and where you came in from on that. I mean, it's just stupidity. People are just stupid. And they don't understand that everything's traceable. But anyway, I digress. So what I want to talk about a little bit is I want to talk a little bit about how to protect yourself from doxing. Caroline, you know about this a lot. Uh, Of course, uh, a VPN for uh, your private use, if you have uh, documents, it's, it's just another wall that you can put up, okay? It's just another wall that you can put up to protect yourself. Um, second thing is use very strong passwords. That doesn't mean duck, duck, goose, 13. That means duck, hashtag goose, hashtag 13 square box. Okay. Nobody will ever figure that crap out. Okay. Nobody's going to figure that out. Strong passwords. I cannot stress to all of you how strong passwords are needed. You've been hacked, right? Mm. AOL account, you got hacked. I remember it got sent to me. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, my AOL, AOL is probably one of the easiest things. And I mean, so many people don't even use that anymore, but I still have an AOL account back from when I was in, what, uh, fifth grade, (laughs) fifth or sixth grade, when that was a thing, and IM chats. Yeah. so I don't use that as a working email. That's where I, I call use that early it just te- for like I call that early extra texting. stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, going back to the whole making sure that you're keeping yourself um, preventable from being doxxed. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I tell clients that come in here, potential clients that call me, friends that ask me, um, the biggest thing that I say is iCloud. Everything is backed up to iCloud and iCloud is the easiest thing to get hacked people. If you're going to use iCloud, make sure you have a physical backup of a hard drive of whatever you have. 
And you husbands and wives that send nasty pictures back and forth of yourselves. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just say no. I mean, it's okay to say no. And then it's going to end up on a website. (laughs) And then you're going to have to hire people like us Mm -hmm. in order to stop what's happening. That's that's that revenge porn case. How many plaintiffs do we have in that revenge porn case? At one point, there was 32. 32 plaintiffs. 32 32 girls. 32 girls wanted to sign up for this lawsuit. 32 who had taken nasty pictures of themselves and sent it to their boyfriends. It's craziness. I'm just telling you, it's craziness. Uh, and so, and, and a lot of you out there are rolling your eyes going, yeah, well, I do it all the time. And yeah, I want to see my wife. And yeah, and if I'm on the road, that's what I want to see. Folks, let me tell you something. Okay. It's, it's kind of like using Skype or, or what's the Facebook uh, camera, you know, the messenger, or now you can do it on Zoom. Or now, you know, and you're watching videos of each other, you know, messing around on each other. Not around on each other, but messing around. Let me tell you something. There's somebody sitting in a control room somewhere that's going through this stuff and looking at it going, oh, look at that. Wow, look at that. There's somebody watching you at all times. So don't get upset when somebody goes, man, she's hot. Or you're an actress, like I tell my little actress clients out in L.A., if you, you know, you take these videos and you're in the movie business and you love to make movies, but don't make movies of yourself, right? Don't, don't, because your boyfriend who's an actor is shooting a movie in Florida and you're in LA. Don't be going live on, on Facebook, uh, not live on Facebook, live on, on, uh, what do you, what do you guys call it? Messenger. Oh yeah. Messenger. Don't, don't do that because you're going to have to call me and you're going to have to say, Oh my God, I got video of me. Oh, what am I going to do? Here's what you're going to do. First of all, you're going to stop doing what you're doing because it's craziness. But the second thing, what you're going to do is, uh, you know, we're going to get with Facebook and we're going to try to get it destroyed and, you know, everything else. And trying to get through Facebook is like trying to get through the White House. It ain't going to happen. And when they answer, they just kind of go, whatever. So strong passwords is always important. Change your privacy settings, people. There's a lot of people that have privacy settings that don't realize. They're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm private. If you, here's a little, here's a little tidbit on Facebook, on Instagram, if you switch your privacy for one post, it doesn't automatically switch back and people forget that. I mean, some people post things for sale and want to make it public so that it can be shared and then they forget to switch back to private. And then you have months and months of things that are all about your personal life out there for anybody to see. You've got to pay attention to your settings. And if you're in any litigation whatsoever, take your social media sites down because the lawyers love to hire guys like me. And, they, and I don't know how, I guess I'm but getting myself out of business. Secrets. It's okay. I guess, I guess I'm getting out of business now because uh, 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 the lawyers will call us and say, Hey, we need you to get into Facebook. And then if you get, here's the other thing. If you get a, a friend request from Bob Barker, right. <laughs> and you look at it and it's all don't friend Bob Barker. It's, this is not a, you know, those endorphins that are being released when you're on Facebook. Cause believe me, Facebook has it down now. Facebook's got it down. They know how to get in your brain and they know how to uh, release your endorphins, uh, your dopamine. I mean, I'm telling you, you read up on some of this stuff. It's, it'll scare you. And I get trained by some of the best in the United States. These are people that used to work for Facebook, TikTok. 
You know, I watched TikTok the other night for the first time. Yeah, the TikTok rabbit hole. I, I was laughing so hard I couldn't even see straight. But then 50% of it were nasty. I mean, look like nice ladies and and the and they, you know, down, down what's that song? Down, da 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 dun, dun, you know, whatever. And and they were so what's it like? What? To, I have you not seen that you. where they go? Where they do this, they do this dunk dunk, you know, they do this and then oh, where they're like answering the questions. Question, yeah, what's yes. it like being a swinger? What I mean, <laughs> immediately every investigator in the world is going, Okay, who is this girl? Let's download it, let's see if she's got it. Or we're doing what we call a sweep through some of our should we tell that secret? <laughs> should we tell that secret? Let's tell it through some of our social media dumps right we do social media dumps folks we can go all the way back to when you first started on social media if that don't scare you nothing should we can build a dossier up on you like you've never believed all the way from your mice all the way from high school i mean it's just it's craziness but anyway my point is to that put your settings on lockdown lock it down nobody should be able to see you talk to you do anything. They can send you a friend request and you can check them out. Look at them. See them. If you know them, if you don't know them, don't friend them. Don't do it. Don't be stupid. Okay. Just don't be stupid. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I don't even have any friends. Do I? You have uh, more than what I thought you would. Well, I know most of my <laughs> friends are my age, high school people, and we don't talk about anything other than getting old and now it hurts. Anyway, all right, let's talk about something that a lot of you still fall for, and we call those phishing emails, okay? Phishing emails are those ones you get from uh, South Africa. Uh, now they're coming out. Well, we're getting a lot of them out of uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. But the thing is, is that they disguise them. So like right. I get them all the time from Amazon. Amazon. And it's like Amazon is hiring you. Click this link to fill out an application. And I'm like, okay, my smart self at this point goes up and looks at the where it says Amazon, you know, from Amazon to mm. CL, whatever. Right. And I click it and then. It's an email address that's a made email, a made up email address. Yep. And that's another thing a lot of people don't know is that anyone can go into a made up email address and change the name to where it would show up as something different right. on an email. Amazon publishing at yahoo.com. Uh, no, that uh, don't click that. And what happens is, is, is they will get a portal at that point where you've given permission from that opposite computer to get into your computer and they'll put phishing tools in there where they can watch what you're doing. So if it's, if, if it's too easy, all right. So if you get something from a small business administration says you just got a $200,000 loan, click here to finish your application look and see where that email came from and then get on the 800 number and say, Hey, is this y'all? I mean, it takes five minutes. I mean, I know you probably sit on there for 20 waiting for a nice lady to come and tell you how you didn't get your money, but you know, there you go. Now here's something I want all of you to do. Okay. You need to listen to me. I want all of you to create separate email accounts for separate purposes. Now, Truth. I was the world's worst. I mean, I didn't want to have two email addresses. Truth. My staff would come in and just beat me on the head and say, stop it. You cannot go to Amazon and buy duck, duck, goose hat and 
you know what I'm saying? And you, you just, and then it clogs up your email because these guys monitor my email, right? If I'm in a place like up on top of a mountain searching, or I'm in Canada, or I'm in Mexico, sometimes I don't have email service. service. And what the problem is, the problem is, is my email account would get overblown. I mean, at one point, I think I came home from a trip and I had 568 emails that I had to go through. And I was like, hence why he never checks his emails or reads them. I read some of them. But anyway, uh, my friends, I read my email from my friends. Not your daughter then. My two best friends. I mean, they're they're my buddies (laughs) and we hang out together and we smoke cigars and drink whiskey. But uh, is that too much information? See, now they're going to dox you. See, now they're going to dox you. You're your two best friends are. Yeah, you're an alcoholic. They don't already know. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, you you know, get this point. I don't care. You know, I'll find you and then we'll have a talk. Um, So, really, do this separate email accounts for separate purposes. So now what I have is I have what we call the GT account. All of my, um, what would you call it? All my email from places that I buy things like, uh, negotiation on contracts, all that stuff goes there. And then I have my other one called clientinvestigations.com which it, it, it treats sensitive information. We have the sensitivity on the highest level you can get encryption on the highest level you can get. So unless you have a direct A to B, you're not going to see it. You're not going to be able to read it. And, uh, you know, I think that that's something that uh, all of us can do. Uh, you can buy a website called, uh, you know, let's say in my case, philipkline.com. I don't have that, but it's philipkline.com. And then you can say philip at philipkline.com. You can use that. And then some of the newer um, email companies, right, have the highest level of, of, of uh, encryption and the highest mm-hmm. level of security. So, you know, that's just a suggestion, that I would make. And I know a lot of you are going, Oh my God, but I've had this email address forever. Keep it, keep that email address forever, but use the other email address for communications like, um, anything, just keep it as, uh, communications that you don't want others to see. Now, next, keep your social media privacy in check. You know, (laughs) can't even believe I'm talking about this. Uh, you know, if you see something on the internet and you think you need to make a comment about it, walk away from your computer for an hour and wait an hour and then come back to it and make your comment. I am the world's worst. <laughs> about if I see something that I think is ridiculous, I'll type in, that's ridiculous. And that's what puts you in Facebook jail. And then that puts me in, fa- how many times have I been in Facebook Too jail? Too many to count. I mean, for just like little three line, I'll I'll tell this story. I have a girl that I know in California who's a fellow investigator. Her name is Sharon. It was Sharon Ho, right? Ho, H-O, right? And I've known Sharon for, oh God, years. And Sharon wrote something on her Facebook page about something. It was cute. It was about one of her children and it was just cute. And so I type back, oh, ho, that's too funny. You know, using her last name. Oh, that's her last name. Oh, ho, that's too funny. Before I, I mean, I hadn't hit enter 
what, two seconds. And I had to call you in the office saying, what does this mean? Well, you're kicked off of Facebook for what? Two weeks, a month. Yep. For, for two weeks or a month. I was like, why? So I appealed it and Facebook came back and denied my appeal saying I was using the term ho H O as a derogatory, nasty name towards my friend, Sharon Ho. Can you figure that out? I I can't for the life of me. I can't figure it out. Anyway, long story and short. Yet, and yet back to doxing and back to doxing. Our stalker that goes on there and makes all these profiles and says things or sends messages about killing one of us or mm -hmm. how he's going to hurt us or this, that, and the other. And yet that doesn't go against Facebook nope. standards. That's crazy. How many death threats have I've gotten on Facebook? I mean, I, I, I've lost track. I, I mean, especially out of Idaho, man, I've gotten so many death threats from up there. Some of those people up there in Idaho are crazy. And I'm not saying all y'all in Idaho are crazy. You're not. You're wonderful, caring, loving people. But there are some real nutbags up there. I mean, I'm to, and you know, some of it comes from the meth business up there. It's really bad. Um, okay. So let's say that you want to create a website, uh, a political website. This is another, after social media, this is another that I, I think it's important. Hide your domain registration information from who is lookup. It's very easy uh, when you um, apply for a website or you're going to use the acronym, like I just said. Uh, you know, Philip at philipkline.com. Again, I don't use that. I don't have that. That's not it. I'm, I, there is a Philip Klein that does use that. Who's my namesake? He's a reporter up in, uh, where's he at? New York? Uh, I think my cousin knows him. DC. Was he DC? He DC? My cousin knows him. I think they went to school together or something. Anyway, long story short, uh, you know, if you're going to create a website, go ahead and hide your domain registration from that. Therefore, they can't get your name, address, phone number. They can't do any of that. Okay. And the other thing I think that a lot of us, including me all the time, uh, be mindful of providing app permissions. Okay. So let me give you one that everybody does. And this is Facebook. When you get on Facebook, you tap something on Facebook says, I agree. All you're doing is you're agreeing to their terms and conditions. Does everybody understand that? Terms and conditions. One of those terms and conditions is Facebook can share your information. Facebook can listen to you. Have you ever been sitting there and you've ordered something on the internet like flowers or something? And then five minutes later, you're on Facebook again and all of a sudden, Advertising comes up for flowers and flower stores and flower companies from where you sent the flowers to where you have the flower. I mean, it's unbelievable. The or, technology or the one that everybody always sits here and talks about when like, like we're sitting right here and having a conversation and we're talking about whatever. I mean, I have friends that ask me this all the time when you get on like Instagram or Facebook or even Google and these random ads pop up of what you were just talking about. Yeah, that's what that is, is the permissions on that's right. those programs. I wouldn't give anybody permission to anything other than you agree to the terms of Facebook. Because if you d say, I don't agree to the terms of Facebook, you're not getting on Facebook. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Same thing with TikTok, same thing with Instagram. They're, uh, what's the other one? YouTube, all these things, they're all owned by the same people. This call themselves different names. It's kind of like... All the hamburger joints on the main road coming into town, 
is all owned by the same man, but if one's a Burger King, one's a Whataburger, one's a McDonald's, one's a, you know, and they have different features, different food. That's what we're trying to teach you today. Okay. Now let's talk about your financial accounts. <clears throat> it is very, very important. Very, very important that you be careful with your financial accounts. I said it before. I'll say it again. Have a password that no one can beat. Okay. Have the password nobody can beat. Now, listen to me. I advise if you're going to be able to do your financial work to have it on your desktops at home. Okay. Everybody likes to do it from their phone. I don't like that. I know Caroline does that from her phone. I don't like it when she does that. But she is an encrypted system on her phone now that we put in there at the advice of the Secret Service. They've helped us with it a little bit. Uh, after we went through what we went through, be careful, be careful, very careful about your passwords on your financial accounts. If they get that, they can wipe you out, wipe you out in a period of five minutes. You won't have any money. And I'm talking retirement accounts. I'm talking savings accounts. I'm talking about checking accounts. Uh, what do you, what do you guys like to do that? Venmo? Is that a new thing? Venmo? Uh, I'm hearing yeah. that in the office a lot. That's Venmo. Great. Venmo, they can clear out your Venmo account. Oh, there's so many different things they can do to you. Be careful. Again, passwords. Uh, <clears throat> one thing I do is I set up Google alerts on me. Google will alert me. I'll put Philip Klein investigator uh, into Google. Uh, and then it'll ask you, do you want just Google, 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 Google alerts? And it'll take you right to Google alerts. You click two clicks, put your name in there, click yes. And there you go. Now you're in their system. And every time an, a news article or something comes up about you or a new post comes up about you, it'll pop up on the screen. Now, why do I say set up Google alerts? Here's why. Because if you're going to get doxxed, we just had... Uh, a former family member uh, got doxxed horribly, almost shut down the business. Okay. And we sat here on the sidelines and watched it happen. And we were just amazed at how it happened. I mean, with a period of three days, I mean, they're literally talking about shutting down their business, which they're not now, but that's how close it came uh, from this, uh, this, this, this lady out of Detroit, Michigan that thinks she's the, uh, the savior of the world. And she's not, she's dirty as they come. And I, and I hope, um, this per our, you know, our, our friend and family member, ex family member, I hope they take some time and go after this woman because she's nothing but a scam artist out of Detroit, Michigan. And, uh, you know, anyway, set up Google alerts on you. It alerts your phone. It alerts your email. It alerts you. I mean, it's got an alert system on it. That's, 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 that's great. And one other thing, I want everybody to try to learn how to do. This is the last thing, and then we'll be done. Um, check how easy it is to dox yourself. Try to dox yourself. Try to get another email address or another Facebook page or whatever you want to do. It, 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 it doesn't matter. Try to dox yourself. And half of you will break out in tears and go, oh, my God, this is just too easy. It's just too easy. Be careful folks is what we're saying stop the nasty pictures get two email accounts get great passwords and figure out how easy it is to dox yourself and then go back and fix it okay 
privacy is everything. And then if you get into a situation where you've been doxxed, pick up the phone, call an agency like ours or wherever you are, whatever you're comfortable with. We're not here to sell us. We're here just to give you information. Pick up the phone, call somebody that you're close to and get it fixed. Okay. All right. There you go. Podcast number 14 in the can. And also I just want to throw out a thanks to everybody that participated in our Instagram, um, polls and Q and a type stuff. Absolutely. Um, I posted a thing on there about working on some new material, um, so that we're not just going through all of our casework with y'all. Everybody was a hundred percent on board with that. Um, our next story that we're going to cover is on JC Duggard. Duggard, Duggard. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 65% of the poll of what y'all want to hear about next. And a lot some, of people ask us about that, what our opinion is about that case. Yeah. And we're going to give you it. So um, that'll be up next. And then thanks again for all of the people that voted in the question box. box. We will have an array of topics coming up soon. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a great week. If you haven't already, make sure you're following us on the Klein Files Facebook page. You can also find the, our podcast, The Klein Files, on any podcast platform. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and you'll get notifications of our new episodes. Bye.